I, uh, at the time, I was living like with my mom, my grandma, my, my brother and stuff, you know. And so when, when I brought the machine in, they helped my mom with her arthritis, my grandma with her high blood pressure. Uh, I have a friend, Denise, uh, my friend Denise out in San Diego helped her with her epilepsy. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of crazy stuff, bro. And even, even that, that was my own personal experience. And then I heard like so many stories and testimonials, too. And so I was like, well, if it's helping me, my friends and my family, just imagine what it can do for the rest of the world, you know? Yeah, facts. Dope. Another podcast, another episode of Adversity Kings. We have special guest, Ricky, right? And yep. how do you say your last name? Aiken. Aiken? Yes, Dope. sir. How you doing, bro? Doing great, bro. Good. Yeah, super happy to be here. Excited, awesome. man. So you got in when, Tuesday? Tuesday night, yeah. Awesome. So what all are you doing in Chicago, then? Uh, mainly, this was, I think this was like the main, uh, well, one of the main purposes of coming here to see you, you yeah. Know? Let's go. Um, and then also to tonight, I'm, I'm going to be doing a presentation, uh, for, um, Enagic, our company, for, for, for the Kongan Water. Okay. Yeah, so we're doing that in the city of Mount Prospect. Awesome. So do yeah. you guys like have an office here? Is there a team here or what, like what all is based? Yeah, we have a, so, cause our, our company has like 12, 40 locations right now, 23 countries. So the closest one to here is going to be in the city of Mount Prospect. Yeah. So it, it's like an actual, like, you know, company office. Um, that's, that's mainly where they kind of handle like processing the orders and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they don't have too many, like, um, I would say like product on, like on, like on stock there, but it's mainly for processing orders and, and hosting presentations, you know? So who's the CEO? Uh, his name is Mr. Oshiro. So, well, his, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. So he's basically, um, this dude's like 81 years old, you know, he's based out in, um, uh, Okinawa, Japan. Okay. You know, doesn't even speak English, bro, but he has insane so, energy. So who's the, who's like the highest leader in America for, uh, that represents the company? I would say her name's, uh, Cynthia Briganti. And where yeah. is she based out of? She's based out in California. Based out of Cali? Mm -hmm, SoCal, yeah. Okay, awesome. So is she here to kind of assist with the presentation or? No, no, no. So she, she's like, because um, we basically, because, you know, it, it's like network marketing, right? So we're all like independent distributors. Um, 1099. 1099, yeah. Awesome. So we're basically just like, you know, you can, you can build your business however you want. And so since I was coming out here, I was like, well, let's maximize the trip. So I reached out to the office. I'm like, yo, I'm, 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 I'll be in town, you know, on this day. Like, what's up with like allowing me to host a presentation? I got some people together. We recently launched uh, um, a couple of new business partners out here in chicago yeah um yeah so kind of and then and, and just meeting them too is kind of what we came as well so before we get any further where can everybody find you and and different things like that what things you want to shout out because with us being like an underdeveloped podcast i want to start initially opening up with shouting you guys out and helping market your businesses oh dope yeah yeah for sure yeah so you guys uh, uh can definitely follow me like on instagram on tiktok uh my handle is my first and last name so at ricky aiken and then global uh it's the same for both instagram and tiktok uh i have i have a podcast too um that's it you can find it on on apple Podcasts, on spotify it's called the law of success uh creating the life you desire i i definitely got to get more uh you know I, I would say consistent with it it's but hard yeah yeah it's hard but no people don't realize how draining it is to do podcasts bro yeah for sure to consistently do podcasts it takes it takes a lot yeah that's definitely so. Yeah, so so, but that, those are my uh, I would say like the main platforms besides how, like Facebook and stuff. How do you, I imagine people could spell Ricky? But what about Aiken? Yeah, a, so Aiken is spelled A I T K E N. Okay, dope. So yeah. it's Ricky Aiken for you yes, guys that, that, yeah. that didn't get that. Correct, and then R I C K Y. So R I C K Y A I T K E N in global. So what are the benefits of? Is it Kangnam water? Kangen water, Kangen. So I would say, if, yeah, if, if you're out in Japan, like they say Kangen, out here in the States, so we, you know, like we kind of, it's Kangen, yeah. Okay. So what's the difference between Kangen water and regular water? Man, how much time we got? <laughs> we got until you got to go. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, there's there's layers to it for sure. And I, that's kind of why, we, you know, we host presentations. Because the presentation even goes to like an hour sometime, hour and a half, you know? Yeah. So we kind of do a whole overview, not only the company, the product. Uh, how long have you been doing this? Almost five years. So okay, for four and a half me. years. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I got started like early back in March of 2018. Um, but yeah, so I would say one of the main differences though is that like you have living water and then you have like dead water. Yeah. Right. I always hear you say that. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> no, yeah. That, dude, yeah. That's, that's what they say on TikTok too, you know? So yeah. crazy. Um, but because like with, with everything though, I'm sure, you, and, and maybe you can agree on this, that everything's energy vibrates at its own frequency yeah, i agree with the, i agree with that to, okay. a, to an extent i'm like yeah okay some yeah. energy to it right right so because i i mean because nothing's stagnant right like, like everything here i mean the, the the couch i'm sitting on the table right here it's it's all it's all vibrating right so i it, feel like it, the couch is sitting there <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the couch is definitely sitting here for sure yeah but it's like but it's, it's like particle flow right yeah so i mean I'm not, that's a whole other topic you know what i'm saying yeah but, i'm not that smart yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'd have to get like some like subatomic like 
microscope or ask Aiden. I don't know. He looks smart. So. <laughs> Aiden looks very smart, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's that's got to be like a there's got to be a word for I guess like stereotyping. That's like like kind of like racist, just like like saying like you look smart. You know what I mean? You just whatever. So like we're, so guy. things are energy, and I'm assuming where you're going with this is that dead water. There's nothing moving. Live water. There's good. Good vibrations. Pretty much, yeah. There's vibrations for sure, but also the nutrients in the water. Like, I'm looking at that bottle of water right there because, like, that, that doesn't have any minerals. There's no electrolytes in there. <laughs> You're dead. So, bro. nothing to actually, like, you know, replenish and hydrate the body. Yeah. And it was crazy because, like, I mean, most of the, you know, most of most people are, are drinking, like, either tap water or bottled water. So, with bottled water, I mean, that's a whole other, you know, topic on its own when it comes to, like, I mean, the, the microplastics and all this stuff. And, um, you know, the fact that bottled water is bottled between six months up to two years typically before it even gets to the shelves. So, it's just a lot of stagnancy in. It. and then so when we when we drink it since it doesn't have minerals so so the water will leach it from basically your body because it has to complete that it's like molecular structure if that yeah. makes sense right yeah it makes sense and then, and, and then we flush it out bro and then so most people are dehydrated you know without due to a lack it. of even consuming the right water the right water right and, and then too because i guess so with kangen water the main three things it's it's alkalize right um it's loaded with antioxidants and it's also, uh, it's restructured to be more bioavailable to the body. Is it only available through the machine or can you buy it through bottles? No, it's, it's, it has to be, well, it only comes from the machine because, because, yeah. And so in the machine you guys do, it's 5,000? It's 5,000. We, we have a few models to choose from. Yeah. The homeiness range between three to 5K. Um, the, the, the 5K one is the best one for the homes. And we have commercial units that started like 6,000. Okay. And then, but hypothetically, now how long do these things last? Like, are you going to get a good five years three years out of the machine like easily yeah so because right now the average lifespan is worth 35 years okay. you know it, it's because uh and this is going based off of documentation because the company like they're a 48 year old company yeah so you know so they have like documentation of like machines that are almost 40 years old that still work and you hook it up to the sink hooks up straight to your faucet yeah okay Mm -hmm. And then it's able to divert the tap water because once it runs through like the filter inside of it, it's going to sterilize the water, remove the contaminants, and then it goes through these titanium plates that's used to electrically treat the water. And that's what brings it back to life and gives the nutrients, right? So when, you, when we drink it, it gives us like energy, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So what's your favorite piece of kind of marketing, selling and being a part of this company and everything? I would say the impact for sure, you know, yeah. I mean, cause back when I got started, like I, I was definitely, you know, drawn in from like a, a consumer standpoint. I mean, I was already drinking hella water, you know, I mean like you, you know, like I'm yeah. in the gym and everything too. Um, so it's like, I, it made sense to me when I, when I saw the information. So I bought the product and it helped me too back then. Cause I had really bad acid reflux going on, like digestive issues, you know? Yeah. So within days the water helped to clear all that up for me. Cause I was getting some samples from a friend of mine down the street. And then, so within a couple of weeks, I bought the machine and then and it, it helped my family too. Cause even once I, uh, at the time I was living like with my mom, my grandma, my, my brother and stuff, you know? And so when I brought the machine in, they helped my mom with her arthritis, my grandma with her high blood pressure. Uh, I have a friend, Denise, uh, my friend Denise out in San Diego helped her with her epilepsy. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of crazy stuff, bro. And I mean, even that, that was my own personal experience. And then I heard like so many stories and testimonials too. And so I was like, well, if it's helping me, my friends and my family, just imagine what it can do for the rest of the world, you know? Yeah. Facts. Now, what was, you mentioned growing up I, and I like incorporating this into my podcast. So mm -hmm. what was growing up for you? Like, so you grew up in San Diego? I actually grew up in, in a city called Ontario. So Ontario and California. No, no, no. So oh. it, it's in California. So that's what I'm saying. That's why like, it's, 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 it's funny. It's like a small town, but it's like uh, most people, yeah, most people when you say Ontario, they need Canada. So yeah. yeah, but that's where I grew up, bro. Um, you know, I, I, like I didn't grow up in like a, like a rich family. So did your, just your mom and grandma raise you or was your dad there? Mainly my mom and grandma. So my, my, my dad kind of dipped out when I was like three, four, like I was like four years old. Have you reached out since? Like, have you had a relationship? Or I, I, if I could find them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that. I, I, Honestly, like, you know, my only memory I have, like, of my father is, like, um, like I because he was a truck driver at the time, too. Okay. And so I remember him calling, like, when I was, you know, as I, as I got older, like, seven, eight years old, he would call sometimes from the road, you know? Yeah. And then, and, but then, like, after after a while, this call stopped coming in, you yeah. know? And then I just last, I haven't, I haven't seen him, I haven't heard of him since. Yeah. I feel that. So what about your mom and grandma? What, what was unique about them? What did they do growing up? What was kind of, like, the household, like, growing up? Growing up, my, my, my grandma, I mean, because, you know, she had like eight children. So, yeah, I had uh, four uh, I had four uncles, uh, you know, three aunts and, and, and then my mom. 
Um, so, I mean, for my grandma, mainly she was just like holding down the household. My, my grandpa was the one like always going to, you know, he was working like back then. Um, so she was mainly like just like a stay at home mom for the most part. Well, and then, so my grandma actually kind of raised myself and my older brother because my mom, you know, was working full time back then, Monday to Friday, you know, like it, hit, it was basically like, like, like a nine to five, right? Yeah. And then, so while we were going to school, so like, you know, we'd be coming over school, grandma, you know, maybe there'd, there'd be food ready for us, you know, yeah. she'd prepare our lunch and everything, get our clothes ready and stuff, you know. So that that's kind of was growing up, bro. You know, like and we lived in like a like a small house. It was what it's a three bedroom, you know, and there was like four, four five of us, you know, at one point. Yeah. And, and then we brought in like you know my uncle came and lived with us for a minute. So you guys got a big family of theirs. We we got a pretty big family. Yeah, four yeah. uncles and three yeah. aunts. Yeah, and, and got, you got, got siblings. Yeah, I have I have one older brother, hella cousins, nephews. You know, when you I guys nephews, do sorry. family reunions. We actually just had one, bro. It's crazy. About two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. was that dope? It was cool. It yeah. was cool. You know, it was it was cool seeing everybody. You know? But so because my my grandma act, like I actually passed away uh, this past year. Wow. My you condolences. Know? Yeah. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Um, you know, so so that was definitely like a tough loss for the family. My mom's you know still taking it pretty pretty heavy. But, yeah. But you know, we're getting it, bro. So now, what nationality are you guys? So my, my, my mom's side is like, is mainly Hispanic. Um, but now my dad's side, bro, I have like, I was, I was funny. I was, I was talking to somebody about this last night. I have like, I have Polish. I, my, most, my, my dad's side originated from Poland, right? Okay. So I have like Poland in me. I got Germany. I got German, Dutch, uh, you know, English, like, you know. There's so, a lot of Polish people in Chicago. Bro. You'll find there's a lot I, of Polish. Yeah. One of, one of our new business partners that we just signed up. So she's, she's born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. But she her probably speaks Polish. But her family's from Poland. And, she, yeah. and, and so she speaks Polish. So yeah. I was like, yeah, the Polish people here, they, like, speak Polish. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's really cool. It is cool. Yeah, it's profitable, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. We have, some, we, have a, we have a handful of Polish resources. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. So now what about when you transitioned into high school and started to kind of identify what it is you wanted to do with your life? Were you, in, were you an athlete? Like, what crowd were you in? Like, how did, how did growing up start, start to kind of form you? and make you who you are mm. yeah it's a good question bro because i when i was growing up like from grade school and middle school like i was all about school like my mom was like always raised me you know like go to school get good grades you know graduate you graduate high school go to college get your degree and stuff you know so that's kind of uh, that, was, that was my path laid out for me and my older brother was you know he's four years older than me so he was already like you know basically on the same path like when i uh, started middle school like he was already in high school when i started high school he graduated and he went to college so it was just like that was mainly it but then once i got into so high school though uh, well middle school actually that's when i started kind of like getting more into like getting like fitness and all this stuff getting more active because because growing up bro like I, um like i was like the, the fat kid you know yeah. what i mean so it's like so my health wasn't always like you know priority for me but it was, it was always something i wanted to like eventually kind of take control of so when i hit middle school i you know kind of like that growth spurt too but also like i started like being more active with cardio and running and stuff like that I started dropping the weight and then when I went into high school so and then that's when I I never like growing up I played so some sports like baseball here and there um, but it was never really like 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 a pad like a focus or, of mine but when I hit high school though I started hanging out with like different people and then like um like one of my best friends at the time he got me into like lifting weights and like working out because he was he was like he was like uh really like in the football too you know yeah and so he was like he's like bro you're scrawny you gotta start working out and all this stuff you know and then but that, that's kind of what got me like I would say because even like like taking control of my body like like proving that to proving to myself that I, that not only that I can shed the weight but also like you know get in better shape like that that right there I would say was like kind of like like the one of the like I don't know how to call it like it was like the starting point of me realizing that I can you know I can control my life to a certain yeah. degree right um but I was you know like so so that was high school days I mean even high school bro like I was really focused on school like I wasn't really like um you know um hanging out with too many people really like I was my my crowd was more like like uh like the like like a skater crowd I had long hair back then you know yeah um but yeah so like, like I would say like that was like my high school days it was it wasn't really anything significant until I kind of, and then, and then I, once I graduated back in 2012, and then that's how I started going to college right away. So now when you go to college, like what, what helped you kind of make the decision in regard to going to college? And then what did you study and did you finish? Well, how I'm gonna make the decision was, it wasn't even an option, bro. Cause you, cause like the way my mom kind of like, the way she like heavily emphasized like good grades and like, you know, it was like, so I was like, it wasn't an option for me. Like I, I was like, I knew I was going to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and then, so at the time when I actually, um, well, when I got accepted into school, like I was undeclared for a couple of years, you know? So I was getting like, just like all the, like all, all the general ed stuff out the way. Yeah. Um, and I, I was never one to really like, you know, I hated like diving into textbooks and, you know, just this like um just boring stuff you know like it, it wasn't exciting to me so but what i love though was with art you know so I was, I was very into like you know the whole creative aspect and um so i took multiple art classes in high school 
And then so when I when I went to college, I was like, well, maybe, I, you know, I could just be like an art major. And then but I didn't know what, though, bro. Like, I, did, I, I just knew that I didn't want to be in a textbook all day, you yeah. know. And then so along along that way, though, I, I discovered graphic design. So that's what I actually uh, uh, had majored in, got my degree um, in, in graphic design and, and marketing. OK. And so when you graduated, wh where did you go from there? Once I got uh, college. Yeah. So, yeah, I graduated college. This was back in the end of 2017. And so right once I graduated, I had I got a full time job right away. It was a nine to five, you know, Monday to Friday. Uh, you know, it, I was working like at a print shop out in uh, Anaheim Hills. So in um, SoCal. And so, yeah. So like I started working there full time. I was only there like seven months, dude. Um, and then because like three months into that job, like that's when I got introduced, you know, to the water business. And cause I much as I love doing graphic design, cause it, it was more so I just kind of settled for it. I'm like, okay, well this is better than, you know, being like a school teacher or reading, you know, I say reading textbooks all day, you know? Um, so, so like, I love the creative, the creative aspect of it. I love the marketing. I actually fell in love like with marketing and all that stuff, you know? Um, so when I started working at, at the print shop, as much as I love doing design, like I realized it was kind of like a dead end for me, yeah. you know, I, I saw it for what it was like, the, even the employees there, like they weren't really, they, they were kind of stagnant you know, with, 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 the, with, with, they were at too. They've been there for years. It was an old company. Um, and I just like, I, I didn't like the idea of like designing somebody else's future other than my own, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and, and then, and I've always wanted to help people too. I've always wanted more time freedom, travel more, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Not being held down to one area. And I, and I knew that if I stayed at the graphic design job, even having that career, it wasn't going to even pay me my worth. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to live the lifestyle that I wanted, you yeah. know? And then, so that's when I got introduced to network marketing and then it's completely changed my life. And because like during that time too, I was actually, because interesting enough, like before I graduated, I had met this, uh, this, this business owner. So he, he, he had his own marketing firm. And so he was the one that he was kind of my first mentor, I would say, because I was kind of yeah. modeling after him. I was like, yo, like I, you know, he was like, he had the suits, the cars, the money and stuff. You know, he was he was successful. And I was like, dude, like I was trying to I was actually trying to work with him. You know, I wanted to work for him. And so when I, I reached out to him one day, so I went to like um, dinner with him, you know, and he was like, yeah, dude, he's like, he's like, what you got to do? Because I was telling him, like, what do I got to do to work for you? But he was like, he's, yeah, he's like, I mean, yeah, you can work for me for sure. Like, send me your resume and stuff. But if I can give you some advice, he goes, you know, like what, what I'd recommend is like, you know, start working on, on your mindset. So that way, you know, you can make yourself more profitable and more marketable, you know, to more, you know, just to the world in general. Yes. And that's when he was like, you know, he's, he's like, he's like, do you have Audible? I was like, I didn't even know what that was back then. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I don't. He's like, have you heard of uh, Grant Cardone? And I was like, I have yeah. no idea who that is, bro. He's like, look, he's like, download Audible. He's like, and then you want to download the, the, this book called the 10X Rule by this guy, Grant Cardone. Right. Yeah. I'm sure, you know. And then I was like, okay, for sure, dude. And I did it, you know, started listening to it like on the way home. And then just Grant just like mind fucked me like the whole way home, you know? Yeah. And I, and that, that was really Really, that was the major shift I had from like moving away from the employee mindset to like, you know, the entrepreneurial world, you know? So that way when, when network marketing came my way, I was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, I was, yeah. I was already like looking for something to sell, you know, because Grant was just in my head all day. Like all I listen to bro, the 10 X rule and then a seller be sold, yeah. you know, be obsessed or be average, you know, all those books, dude. And I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta find something. And that's when, you know, this, this company came my way. I said, this is perfect. It helped me with my health. And I, you know, it's, it's high ticket, high commissions. I said, let's get it. And then the rest is kind of history because I ended up, I ended up walking away from my, my graphic design uh, job about four months later. Um, it, not, not because my business was taking off. It really wasn't. But I, I, I basically quit that job so I could start doing something else part time to free up more of my time to build my business, you know? Because yeah. I had cameras on me. I couldn't be on my phone at work. And what stuff. business were you building? Uh, my uh, managing business, so it, it, so the Kong and water. And who introduced you to the water? One of my friends. I, I so one of my friends I kind of grew up with. Uh, I met him in middle school, and then and you know he actually we went to college together too. So him and his brother had actually invested into the machine, you know, the Kong and water machine, um, like during that time. And so he reached out to me back in 2018. He's like, yo, he's like. You know, he started telling me about the machine because he knew I was always health conscious, you know, because yeah. at, at that time I was a heavy. I mean, I still am today, but heavy like in the fitness and working out and stuff. You know, I was like meal prepping and everything, too. Yeah. So he so he knew that I, you know, he knew I drank a lot of water already. So he reached out to me, you know, gave me his pitch. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I was pretty skeptical because I was already I was already drinking water, bro. You know, he's coming yeah. at me about this like medical device. It's medical grade water. I'm like, what does that even mean? You know? Yep. And then so he was like, dude, just like but he's like, he told me he's like, I'm going to stop by. I'm going to come through. I'm going to bring you some water, you know, try it out. I'm gonna show you some videos, you know, and just let me know what you think. I was like, okay, cool. So back. So he, so he had came and he told me it was free too. I'm like, all right, bro, I'm not, I ain't gonna pay for this, you know? Yeah. And then so uh, he comes through, gives me the water and he shared two gallons of me. And then, so that's when I, I started drinking it. And, you know, cause, cause he, he actually showed, he showed me the presentation, like, you know, like on my kitchen table, you know, started breaking it down for me and everything. 
And then so that made sense. But I was like, okay, I'm skeptical, but I'm open minded, though, you know, to at least try it, you know, yeah. especially for everybody listening. You know, and this is something I've learned, right? Successful people always check things out, you know? Yes. And so I was like, because I've learned a closed mind is one of the most expensive things that we can own. Yeah. Right. Because it closes off to the potential, you know, of new things that can truly like impact our life for the better. So when I, and that's when I started drinking the water, helped me with acid reflux, started, you know, started to help detox my body. I was like, okay. So I wanted the product. And then that's when I found out like about the compensation and I was like, oh dude, and I was like, this is perfect because I was really on that Grant Cardone mindset. I was like, so it's health, but now I, I, I'm going to buy it anyways, but now I can also sell it, you know, and then build a home, you know, and then build a home-based business out of it. I was like, why not? Now, before we completely get out of you growing up and getting in the position of where you're selling and building your business through the, the Congan water, mm-hmm. what was your most favorite memory growing up, up until the point of graduating college? Most favorite memory? I would say, um, damn, that's a good question, actually. I, I, I like like I, I think my most favorite memory was just meeting new people like making new friends you know yeah. like high school because growing up like it was just like all I knew was like my mom and like my brother you know like my household so when I started getting the high school I started like you know networking with new people um and it was just like that during that time when I, I started like just changed like my whole I feel like my paradigm shifted you know in a sense where like meeting new people I had new ideas and then it just kind of like it, it showed me that there's more outside, the, you know, to the world other than my household, you know. Yeah. So I mean, but I have I've, I've had, I have a lot of memories, even just like you know with my mom and stuff, you know, like just family things, you know. what I'm yeah. saying like, and that's, that's I think that's one of the things that really kind of even like that drives me today is is to like just make as much as I can of, of an impact, but also bring as much income because you know to really give back to my mom the way she did to me for myself and my brother Amen. growing up, you know. Yeah. And and that's that's what drives me today, bro. You What's know? your brother do? He's uh he's actually unemployed currently. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's one of those one of those people who like you know you get your degree and you don't get a job so you go yeah. get your master's try you know and you don't get a job still and then you he's bouncing back and forth between like different jobs and everything and then that's when COVID hit. You Why doesn't he work with you? Bro, that's that's a great question. Yeah. You know, I've I've been literally trying to I've been trying to recruit him, bro, for a minute. You know, but he's actually crazy. No, he's actually coming around now though because because he's realizing you know that um that he's not going anywhere and he sees me, you know, and, yeah. and he's like, so I, I'm telling him like, dude, like, let's do this, you know, but he felt like, you know, he's on the employee mindset though. Well, how long is it going to take? You know? And so I started yeah. making X amount of money and stuff like that. And so, and, and you know, so, um, but he's actually going to be coming out though to our company event next month, which is pretty cool because this is his first time coming out to an event for our company. Yeah. And I think that right there was, was going to help to start to, you know, to turn some gears. Where's your guys' event being held? Uh, San Diego. Oh, okay. Dope. Yeah. It's in San Diego. So, yeah, it's dope. Mm-hmm. so, Who's the coolest person you've met in your entire life? Man, I would say, to be honest, though, like going back to that first guy I talked about, uh, Kyle. So, so that's his name, the guy who actually got me, you know, like, like into like Audible yeah. and then Grant Cardone. It's crazy, too, because, you know, uh, uh, he actually uh, killed himself. Wow. Yeah. He, and that, that tripped me out, bro. Because, like, you know, it was about a year later once I found out. I was like, what? I was shocked, dude. Because, like, yeah. this guy, I mean, from the outside looking in, like, he had it all. Yeah. You know? He had it all, bro. And then, but, and that, that showed me though, that the bunny success and everything, you could have it all, bro, but be fucked up inside. So, you know? Right. And I was like, it's, 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 yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, dude, like, um, but I, I owe a lot to that guy. I feel like without him, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That's deep. Did you go to the funeral? Or you didn't know? I, I, didn't, I didn't know until later, dude. You know, I found okay. out through my, because um, my ex-boss that I had, well, my ex-manager that I had, because I had, back when I was still work, uh, I was still going to school, I had a, a job on campus. Uh, we had like a student like, ad, uh, like marketing agency, essentially. Yeah. Um, so so he's, I found out through him because he posted about it, like on his, on his story or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? Every style, I was like, yo, is this for real? <clears throat> he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, you just tell me. He didn't give me any details. You know, he just yeah. said, he said he's got himself. I'm like, that's crazy. So what's the experience been like then for the last five years with selling the, the Congo water, the good, the bad, the ugly? What, what's what's it been like? It's been challenging. I'm not going to lie, bro. You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, with sales, you know, it's always like up and down. It's up and down, dude. You yeah. know, like entrepreneurship. I mean, it's like you're you're feeling great one day. You want to quit the next, you know, I mean, you're, you're you're inspired, you know, like in the morning during the day, you're, you're feeling low. All, all, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. So it, 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 it's a roller coaster ride for sure. But like, I wouldn't trade it for anything else, bro, because like, I mean, especially with the personal development that I've gone through up until this point, too, like that right there is it's it's, it's the most valuable thing that I I've, I've can ever, you know, have have come across in you know, the books, the mentors, the audios. What's the what's your favorite book so far? Favorite book, Law of Success and 16 Lessons by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Yeah. 
favorite book, bro. I recommend that to everybody. It's I don't know if you read that one. Like, um, I think I have. It's a check, double check my library. Because <laughs> because there's a you know it's basically law the the law of success book is where Think and Grow Rich came from, right? Yeah. Because think because they say that Think and Grow Rich is essentially a watered down version of the law of success right okay. because basically when law of success first came out back in the early like 1900s yeah i need broke i need simplified so think and grow rich might be just fine for me then so yeah so and, and and like i'm the same way too but i'm like yo but like give me give me the shit that they don't want the they don't want the average person to read or that they don't think the average person can read you know yeah because because it's crazy and because the the first chapter like in in law of success like it, it, it goes into mind chemistry right yeah so napoleon hill starts going into like energy vibration and frequency bro like he says kong and water yeah so <laughs> napoleon hill you know what i'm saying bro yeah exactly but he, he starts breaking all that down he go, he goes until the student you know can understand this too you know he's like it's um the rest of the lessons are you know aren't really going you, you won't be as effective with them you know yes but but i think it's stuff too though even if you don't read that book though like you're gonna you, you pick up on it like subconsciously anyways you know whether you can describe it or not you know i mean yeah. based off the way you live your life you, you might not be able to explain it but you can demonstrate it you yeah. know you can show it though so facts so what about Back into the five years, you're five years into Kong and Water, and now are you able to build a team through doing this, or is it just you can only sell? We're building a team, yeah. So you can build a team as well? So you can like, build a team, yeah. So You get in, it's pretty much like, pretty much. I mean, it sounds almost kind of like similar to, to the insurance industry, where, with most insurance companies where you can come in and you get your license and mm -hmm. you can sell insurance or you can recruit and teach people how to sell insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, is that somewhat similar for you guys as well then? You can like right. kind of recruit and teach people how to sell. Exactly. And yeah. then, so like who's, the, like, who's the richest person outside of like the CEO? Would it be the lady in San Diego? I would say her, yeah, for sure. And like, would she make two, three, four mil? I don't know the exact bro, but I um, probably more than that. I mean, your she, product she, she is makes, expensive. Yeah, she makes. I, I know easily like over ten million for 10 sure mil? a year. Yeah, that ain't bad. Um, but but she makes. Yeah, she makes really good money. I mean, because she recently hit one of the. Cause like uh, we have some pretty like high ranks like you know the company so I'm like it's, the rank I'm at right now is like the highest rank until you start getting into the higher ranks if that makes sense right Cause it, <laughs> like it's it, it, it weird because it, it's I'm like, at the highest rank until you get into the higher no, ranks no no yeah because because like because make sure we make sure we get that piece <laughs> no bro that's what I'm gonna start I, telling people I'm like no because it's crazy because like the way our our comp plan is set up like it's like there's just certain rank that you have to hit un until you start unlocking all the bonuses yes. you know what I'm saying so everybody focus on okay. I gotta go, which could be called six eight. So I got, I gotta, I gotta hit six eight first, and then after that, then you start building upon that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like until, you, until essentially until you graduate, until you graduate, you ain't, you ain't getting into the major leagues. You know? Sorry about these yawns, bro. I've been up since four thirty. Good. I'm bro. usually good, but uh, I don't know. Today I'm fucking thinking about jujitsu here after this, and I'm getting like <laughs> it. You need some Kong and water, bro. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he's probably fucking jinxed me with this. He's like, I'm drinking dead ass water, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Awesome. So now what's what's kind of been this last year and then transitioning through COVID? What's that all been like for you? Has that hindered you guys, made you guys do better, do worse? Is it just all pretty much the same? I think it depends on the person, to be honest, because like during that time, like, it really showed like if you know because obviously like you know when covid hit like you know most of us were already building from home anyways like yeah. you know selling online but a lot of business though did come from like in-person presentations you know like i know people in our company who only build offline you know so they have no online presence yeah so 2020 kind of forced them to do that they could get online you know and it's, I, I to me bro it, it was a blessing to be honest because yeah. because it, it forced Can people pay monthly or do they have to pay five thousand right up front they can pay monthly yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got like we got easy financing like going through third party uh, we got which is based off credit we have in-house financing we don't even check your credit bro like some you know what I'm saying like it's yeah it's so easy oh get. that's sweet mm -hmm. okay so then you guys can market to a larger demographic than just of just kind of like that top 20% that could drop five bands right, right of, away of course yeah and that's why I tell people too I'm like the machine's an investment but I say like if you're already paying for a bottle of water the machine's cheaper yeah because, because like it, the machine's a one off investment bottle yeah. of water bro well, people it? people analyze things based off the short term right so you've got to be a pretty good communicator and as long as you simplify it but just showing people hey listen if like I buy Essentia cases mm -hmm. uh, probably two three times a month mm -hmm. I think there's probably 40 something bottles in there I get like two or three of these cases let's just let's just say three I'm probably spending a hundred dollars a month mm -hmm. twelve hundred dollars a year five years from now I already you know what I mean so it's like unless I plan on dying within the next five years 
technically speaking, it would it would save money mm-hmm. with like within the next five years just off of getting a, a Kongan machine. Absolutely, a King Kong machine. That's, mm-hmm. It's gonna be easier for me to call it that. <laughs> King Kong, bro. King Kong water. King Kong water. And that's what I ask people. I'm like, how long do you plan on drinking water for? Ten years, twenty years, thirty years. <laughs> in five years you know and it's like because a lot of people you're right a lot of people think about about short term i'm like no like you gotta realize like you're all you're simply doing is reallocating the money you're already spending you know like it's just it's it's all it is you know and then because once you got the machine bro you can fill up 40 bottles 100 bottles it won't cost you any different yeah but what if i travel a lot i i mean i brought my machine with me well, not not here right now, but yeah. I have it at the hotel room. Okay, you know? so you can bring it's mm-hmm. durable enough. It's to bring, durable because I'm thinking to myself, it's like I could fill up a bunch of water bottles, but they're not gonna go through TSA. Right. So, but crazy though, but like I I, I got past TSA with a whole ass gallon, bro. What? Yeah. What the hell? Because because I tell them I'm like because because you know that because they all, <laughs> I have diabetes. <laughs> they, <laughs> I need this they, water. Because like because you know how they always tell you, oh no, you got you got to toss it out. So, yeah. but the moment you say, oh no, this is medical water. For medicinal purposes. Yeah, but right? you need a prescription. It's medical, bro. They can't. They, oh, hell. I'm about to start telling them they all my shit's medical. They Take your shoes off. These are medical shoes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, Take but, your belt off. Medical belt. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dead ass, bro. But but no. Like, the moment you say medical, they can't They can't ask for your shit. That's personal information, you know? So And, so, and then you ask them to do the vape test. Roe versus Wade. Bro versus Wade water, dude. Bro versus Wade water, insane. So, what's the vape test? The vape is basically like there's different there's a different test they do like at TSA. Basically, just making sure it's water. (laughs) Okay, so they like they they, yeah (laughs) they open it up, take a swig. Yep, it's fucking water. He's good to (laughs) he's good to go. Essentially, bro. Yeah, and and like and like even uh, with the machine, (laughs) this is piss. What the Uh, fuck, bro? Yeah, but like even with like with the uh, um, the machine too, because once it goes through um, you know the X ray thing, like they they usually flag it. Like what the fuck is this? You know, it looks it's a fucking you know it's not that big, bro. But it kind of looks like you know it's a gallon. It look well no 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 like you can waterboard the, the pilot. Well, that's the gallon for sure. But what I'm talking about yeah, but I'm talking about the actual machine though. Because okay. once the machine goes through, like to them they're like, what the hell is this big old object in there? So they have to take it out and they actually like swab the motherfucker, bro. They like they yeah you know what I'm saying they're like wow. t- making sure it's not a bomb or whatever you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad word in the airport. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's nuts. So what's kind of the future vision like for you? Dude, just, I mean, like helping more people realize true health, bro. Because like, the world, I've realized, bro, so many people are dehydrated physically, but financially. Yeah. So my mission is to bring true health, you know, physically, mentally, and financially. Uh, I like that. That's a that's a really good little cliche, like, thing for you to, like, utilize. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I'm going to hydrate you physically and financially. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. That's dope. That's dope. So... Where do you want to live? Where do you want to drive? Like, what's 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 the future look like more physically? R- I mean, right now, like I'm, I'm currently living like in, in Orange County, California, and like I love California, bro. You know, like I'm, is Orange County the uh, home of uh, shit? What's 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 uh, Sounds of Anarchy? You remember that? Do you watch Sounds of Anarchy? You guys gotta watch Sons of Anarchy. I don't watch Sons of Anarchy. Nobody's allowed to be fucking in here right now. <laughs> I mean, you, how are you from America? A, I don't. I, I it's know. a biker show. You know, you can't be from America. <laughs> so okay, Damn, well, I'm pretty sure. Dude, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's a, it's a dope dope show. I mean, Peter's son is named after Sons of Anarchy. Jax. I think it's Orange County. I don't know, but uh, is there is there any bikers out there? There's got to be at least one. Have you seen oh, anybody yeah, yeah, on a motorcycle? Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Of, <laughs> you ever seen anybody on a motorcycle? There's a lot of there? bikers out there, bro. You know, they got the jackets and everything too. So, do you want to stay in Orange County? I mean, currently, I feel like because, bro, like literally, like I've all that was kind of my dream, bro, to move to Orange County. But, yeah. bro, and I couldn't afford it. And then two, so I was it's like, expensive, huh? Yeah, it's it's one of the most expensive parts, like of, yeah. of California for sure. What's it, the demographic there? Is it like techie people? Is it very diversified? Chicago's diversified. But it's got like a tech niche, if that makes sense. There's a lot of tech and startup people, mm-hmm. and they're they're like tech startups in Chicago. Okay. Like it's like a Silicon Valley. Is that how you would describe it, Aiden? Yeah. There's like a lot of there's a it's a huge diversification. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if it's just me and the niche that I'm involved in. But I'm I there's a lot of like venture capitalists, tech, startup. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I- individuals that are entrepreneurial, but but more so incorporating tech. So I don't know what's Orange County like. That makes sense, like because you know, and that I have noticed too, bro. Like first of all, I love Chicago. It was my first time coming out here, bro. Yeah. Love Chicago, bro. So it, much it, money here. It's like, dude, literally. So I was much like, money here, dude. bro. I'm like, I was. I'm thinking like, shit. I was like, should I move out here? Like, <laughs> you know. But yeah, dude. It, I I love like the acting. It kind of reminds me of LA, but a cleaner version of LA, bro. Oh, a for cleaner, sure. nicer fucking version of LA. Nicer you know? homeless people. I bet. Like, there's, like, two homeless guys that live in our office right now. Really? Yeah. One is on the naughty list because he keeps stealing shit. But the other one, we're all right with him. <laughs> he so keeps far. stealing shit. <laughs> the other Bro. one, Hobo Darnell is what I call him, uh-huh. or Hobo Joe, depending on how I'm, how I'm feeling. He keeps fucking around. Apparently, he walked in. I have another office over there adjacent to this office. It's mm-hmm. just separated. Apparently, he walked in and, like, set his hobo food in there, which I have zero. Pro- I grew up so fucking poor where it's, like, I've... As long as he doesn't hurt anything or anybody, I don't mm-hmm. care. But I guess he like told everybody not to touch his food, <laughs> and then and then uh, I think somebody had questioned like you know, like what are you doing? You know, I don't know if he like told them to shut up or or whatever. But come to find out, he had like taken a computer monitor, and he was arrested last week. I yeah. guess I mean he called the cops on himself because he has a, a PlayStation which. We all know it's a stolen PlayStation mm-hmm. because he's homeless, mm-hmm. and he like camps out in the corner. I just feel bad. You so like anytime I think like oh, I'm just gonna call the police and get this dude out of here, I'm like, what if I was homeless? You know what I mean? It's like, right. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, dude, there's a lot of pros to being homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the difference between being like a startup entrepreneur and being homeless? It's almost like you're better off being homeless because you <laughs> so, go into debt being a startup. Oh yeah, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like max out your credit cards you know what mm-hmm. I mean? you live at your office mm-hmm. it's, it's like people don't realize they just they just see the gross money coming in they see the podcast studio and all this shit but it's like dude i gotta leverage everything that i fucking have right now just to run this business and just mm-hmm. like push hard as hell live here xyz just do everything that i can and balance everything i'm like hobo joe doesn't have to pay taxes can wear the same outfit doesn't get yelled at if he doesn't shower. <laughs> it's like we're living the same life, except he doesn't get yelled at for all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, who has it worse? But uh, that's, that's true, where bro. it's like I start getting empathetic. I saw one of them like laying out by the pond, and I'm like, shit, dude, that could be anybody. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? sleeping out of the pond. I'm like, what? If, like, is his mom still alive? And different things like that. So. I don't know, but the homeless people in L.A., I probably wouldn't have that that much empathy for. I hear, but they'd just be, like, running up and, like, smashing crack pipes off people. Bro, it's, yeah, they're savages, bro. Just being nuts. Yeah, L.A. just... And I feel like in L.A., people try to almost, like, intentionally be homeless. I mean, it's like, you're around sunny weather, you got a beach. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty pretty much all I would need to be homeless. Year-round, good weather, a Mm -hmm. beach. I can just go wash in the ocean once a week. (laughs) Earth. I'm straight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can steal out there up to a thousand dollars. Fuck, I guess. Is that, yeah, I heard. I heard there's like minimal regulations when it comes to like, really just crime in general. Like, I, I feel oh, like it has to be like a certain level of crime. It's it's almost like a red, yellow, green system. Like in school. Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, it's all right. You just go pull a card. <laughs> yeah, go pull a card. You didn't stab him in the fucking neck. <laughs> it was just in the hand. It's only a yellow this time. Yeah, Good. it wasn't a red. <laughs> you cut a finger off. He's alive though. He'll make it. So it's like. Cali sounds nuts, dude. It's dude, yeah. Cali's very diversified too, for sure, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, and, and so going back to like the Orange County thing too, I feel like Orange County, that whole area, bro, it's kind of like people go there like to retire. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're with old people. So like, there's that's probably a good. Who's the best for you to sell? Old, middle. Who do you sell the most of? A lot. I would say like not like the like like elderly, elderly, but like oh yeah, you but guys between are for like sure. you're be, whacking between the thirty and fifties. You know, what you're I'm saying? calling the elderly up, telling them to get some magic water, <laughs> and you guys are just whacking them. Because because sometimes, bro, like to people who are already like hey, you know, like like, <laughs> like for example, like I had met this uh, older gentleman like on uh, one of the plane rides like like over here. And so he was like, he's already in his seventies, bro. And we were yeah. talking about the water and shit. And like in that mindset, <laughs> is that your opening line? You look dehydrated. Are you all right? 
<laughs> She's like, you know what? I actually feel dehydrated. Like, I got something great for you. $5,000 bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like a drink is going to cost you $5,000, bro. <laughs> a little shot. I'm just fine. That'd but, um, but even with him, though, like, because you were talking about it. And, and I talked to a lot of people with him that that mindset where it's like they feel like it's almost too late for them. Yeah. Like, I've been doing this for so I drink. I was drinking out of the tap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been yeah. doing it for years. And it's like, so sometimes the, the older one's a little harder to sell to. I feel like in the younger crowd, too, what's interesting because of TikTok, bro, like, I, we've, we're selling to a lot of, like, younger, um, like, like the younger demographic, the like 18-year-olds. Yeah, they're really going to start to 20-year-olds. For sure, for sure, you know? I wonder um, what my rebuttal would be to the objection of, I think it's too late for me. I think I would probably go with the route of, like, referencing, like, an, like an old vehicle. Like, well, you restore an old Mustang. Don't you want to be restored? <laughs> old Stang? Give you <laughs> old Stang? <laughs> Give you a paint job, bro. Come right. on. You get, your, get, your, get your shit restored. Get you a new, tra get you a new tranny. Right. <laughs> and that worked for Cali. Oh, yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> probably have to delete that. <laughs> yeah, block that one out. <laughs> right? So, what about hobbies outside of work? You know what I mean? I understand being an entrepreneur is like minimal hobbies outside of work but what do you do to stimulate the mind what do you like to do travel uh, movies tra travel for sure documentaries books you know yeah. i love to like before i leave i gotta get photos bro a lot of your books right here so all of this i've read on the floor is what i'm i need to read oh damn okay yeah, that's yeah. tight so that's cool but that's five years so <clears throat> yeah yeah good it's probably 40 50 a year nothing mm -hmm. crazy now, what about documentaries? What are your favorite documentaries? I've uh, recently I, I've been watching uh, the, the Michael Jordan one. The, yeah, the Last Dance, the Last Dance, bro. That one's amazing. Yeah, yeah. One, one of my favorites, Incredible. bro. Incredible. And then yeah, and especially too before coming to Chicago, I'm like I got I got I got to watch it. You know, you I got to get in the mood, bro. You yeah. know. So, but but then like even traveling too for sure stimulates the mind. Do you um, like any sports? I do, yeah. What do you so, like? So, like, I love basketball, you know? For real? Yeah. Like, because so, growing up, I played it too, but I wasn't ever like. I mean, I, I was on a team for a little bit. Who's but, better, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just had to see if you actually fucking. Oh, like that. I had to make sure you actually like basketball. Yeah, I do. And like, and by the way, like, I fucking love Tom Brady too. You know, but yes. he actually has a kingdom machine. So no, he doesn't. Mm -hmm. For real? Yeah, bro. Who whacked him for one of those? Fuck, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who. I don't know who Dude, sold to him, but he crazy. has one. Yeah, because like he's, so there's, there's photos, videos of him like in his kitchen, photos of him too. Oh, you guys for sure use that. Oh, uh, hello. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. you want to be like the goat? Yeah, bro. You and gotta sell Jordan, dude. Right, dude, I know, bro. Yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be sick, bro. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. So, but and even like Tom, people like Tom Brady, you know, like I mean Michael Jordan, like Kobe Bryant, like you know, just like even watching stuff on like their videos and everything too. Like it's that's that helps me to even get more like like focus too in the zone. And even like uh, that's why I love like the Last Dance because you see like the rough, rugged, and raw, you know, yeah, like everything that that like that MJ even went through and shit, you know, um, the stuff that that people don't normally see. You know, like we're talking about right now, they only see yeah. like you know the the success and the results, but they don't see like the hard work that goes into it. You know, and, yeah. cur and currently, I'm actually reading uh, uh, the book Winning by Tim Grover. Yeah, I don't know if I have a uh, yeah. you read that one. Yeah, so yeah. it's a great book, bro. I'm I'm, I'm uh, almost done with it, and so it's cool. You know, kind of seeing like even like you know like the like his you know because he's he was like coaching Mike and you know, like like just yeah. like one on one. So even seeing it from his perspective, um, you know, and and his thirteen like principles of winning in a sense. You know, it's yep. interesting for sure. So, any other documentaries you really like? Um, another one I was I was watching. Fuck, which one was it, dude? Um, see, like, cause like, like with, with documentaries, it's more so like I mean, I don't watch too much TV to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, even with like, um, I, I don't even have a fucking TV, bro. You know, yeah. like I just like if, if I watch something, it's gonna be like like on my laptop. Laptop. But usually, I, I would say my main simulation though is fitness and books, you know, and yeah. audios too for sure. So, yeah. what's your what's your diet and workout like? Uh, my diet. So I'm vegan too, right? Okay. I've been vegan for almost four years now. Um, so I, I intermittent fast daily as well. So usually, and then, uh, so I, like every Monday I, I do a 20, I fast like all day. So I do like start the week off like that. So I do like a 20, like it's a 32 hour fast, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, so I do that and then, I, and then, I, and then, but throughout the week though, usually I break my fast around like noon. Right. And then I eat till about like 7 PM maybe. Um, and then, but right now my, my main diet, I mean, I start off with like a green juice typically, you know, uh, well, I, well, I have my workout, like it's usually like, like a pure, like it was like a pea protein shake. I have a green juice after that. Uh, and then typically a smoothie or something too after that. Right. And then, and then like midday, cause I don't like eating cooked meals until like, like around this time of the day because because of my energy like yeah. it definitely drops you know because like i used to be before i went vegan bro like um this when i when i started when i first started uh my business i was like full-on like just like uh meat diet you know i was actually meal prepping every day I, I used to wake up like at four in the morning bro just to cook my chicken <laughs> so how does your spanish family accept you 
they like, I'll be making tacos and shit just mad as hell looking at you like, <laughs> you're like you mother yeah you like, grateful ass like, yeah <laughs> uh, I mean they you know what at first they were kind of like they, they were like what, the, like what do you mean you're not gonna eat that you know it was it, it, it was like a weird like kind of like vibe and most of my family too even like they're yeah, they're not even they're not on board with it, you know. They're like, yeah, you, you fucking do you, you know. Yeah. And so, but it's it's cool. I mean, it's I, it was more. I, I made the decision, like not. I mean, there's there's many reasons I go into veganism in general. I'm not like. I mean, like I'm ve- I'm definitely like an advocate for it, but I'm not like. If it works, and, for but I'm you, not an activist, works. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, for me, it's just like because I like when I made the transition, I wanted to do something more like that was sustainable in my eyes. To kind of because like the same thing with the water. I was like, okay, well, bottled water wasn't sustainable. This is you know improving the quality of my health. So now it's more of a choice not that you're like sickened by meat it's more no no right yeah yeah Yeah. for sure so you like you do cheat a little i haven't though no you do just not (laughs) just not for your podcast (laughs) like between me god and you and like all of people that are like normal yeah bro between 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 you and i and god bro i yeah i i because because there's no way i'm sitting down seeing a juicy steak and not like vegan beans, whatever. Like I'm definitely gonna need. <laughs> I'm gonna need a bite of the steak, dude. bro. I'm dying right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, see, but it's not like it's not triggering to me. I mean, when I first made the transition, because I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna get my protein from, bro?" I was yeah. e- I was eating about like two pounds of chicken a day, close to right. Jesus you know, Christ. I was yeah. doing, dude, I was doing two pounds of chicken a day, like ten egg whites and shit. You know, I no was, wonder you went vegan. I would have gone vegan. Chicken's <laughs> disgusting to eat that like that much, that consistently. Bro, it was like it got so repetitive, so fucking boring and i would have like, went vegan too i got tired of just chewing the food you bro. ate the worst meat literally yeah you know, chickens eat shit you know yeah, what i mean i, I like, know i like salmon so okay I'm, I'm a, see i used to fuck with fish yeah, too though i'm yeah. a big i'm salmon a big salmon i like lamb um what's another good meat cake uh, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious <laughs> uh yeah dude a burger ain't imagine if we couldn't have burgers <laughs> bro have you had a vegan burger though fuck no maybe like may like maybe accidentally my grandma you know what i mean like left a tofu burger or something and we were just so poor that's like i would have actually probably rather not eaten like i look back and i'm like oh shit i probably just shouldn't have eaten i should have just had her tapioca pudding or something you know what I mean? oh my gosh geez. but you know what though i think if you if you had a vegan burger bro you'd be like okay i'd probably be surprised or or impressed i get worried i study a lot of just how things chemically alter the body. See, and, and I get and worried about like microplastics. So I think of like, all right, what, what, if, what if there's some type of additional microplastics infused into these products just because of how they're processed? Right. And it's not just vegan products. It's all products. Meat, the Gatorade bottle I'm drinking right now. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is what it is. There's yeah. microplastics in Essentia, there. Essentia, you got on auto Essentia, yeah. So I, I, I do eventually plan on, on uh, you know, definitely having, you know, tap water, whatever, some type of machine something where i'm i'd like to store it differently too yeah so yeah. I, I, I don't want a plastic carrier either i'm gonna have yeah to, i have glass i want to have like, to get like glass mm-hmm. or wood <laughs> i mean like some oak bucket stainless or something steel. yeah stainless <laughs> steel wow, something dude i have no idea yeah yeah who knows but uh what so now do you have a favorite movie favorite movie um right now what's the, what's one we, we we saw it like it was a while ago um well, fuck, dude. I mean, I'll talk my head. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street. I fucking yeah. love that movie, to be yeah. honest. You know, one, one of my one of my favorites. You know, and because yeah. even that right there is just like, I mean, it shows you like, you know, like it, it gets you like into the energy. After you yeah. watch, after you watch the movie, bro, you want to go sell something. You want to yes. make some fucking money. You know, what I'm yes. saying? Um, and so that's definitely one of my favorite movies for sure. But like I said, I'm not really like fuck. I used to be big on television, but yeah. like it was one of those things that because I, I was so heavy into it, I was like. Yeah, to, you gotta wait out. Yeah, so I had to yeah. cut it out, bro. But um, but Wolf of Wall Street, and we watched that like, like a, a couple months ago too. Again, so that's that's one of the Is, ones. We do you go have like a to. favorite vegan restaurant? Um, I do. So it's in uh, Southern California. What the fuck, dude? There's like a few of them actually, but I, I think one of my, ma- my my main favorite ones. It's called um, uh, well they actually did a name change before they did that. It was actually called Munchies. <laughs> it was yeah. called Munchies Diner. You know, but it was all vegan and shit. You know, um. But so that that was one of my favorite ones, which is also like in in Orange County. Um, there, there's also like high, better high end ones too. Like there's a there's a, one of these restaurants called uh, Gracias Madre. Yeah. Um, that one's fire. So it's more of like um, it's it's kind of like a up class like re, you know a classier restaurant. Um, but they got you know so it's that that right there they they serve like better quality food because Munchies is like kind of just fucking junk food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. better vegetables. <laughs> yeah. 
and that's all it is. It's better ingredients, better ingredients. Yeah, because and, and this is why too, I don't eat too much of like, you know, the burger shit because because of all the processing into it yeah. and all the oils and stuff, bro. And then, you know, all the ingredients. Like most of it is like I mean, there's certain there's certain ones out there that are really good and pure. But a lot of it, though, it's just, I mean, you know, you, you got, like, people who are just monetizing it, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they, they, they see the movement, and would, they want to get their hands on it. Would you convert back if if you knew it was all organic, like it was all being prepared fresh from, from the land? As far as, like, the actual meat? Yeah, the actual meat. See, and then, I don't, I don't know, bro, because this is, well, fuck, dude, because, like, when it comes to even, like, like animals, too, like, because even once I went vegan, you, you started looking into different, okay, well, what else, like, why are other people going vegan? Me, I was just more of a health thing, but you got people who do it from, like, you know, for the animals, for spiritual reasonings and all this stuff, too. But one, I think one of the major things, though, why, even if I, if I look at meat, whatever, or even today, I don't really crave it, because, like, have you seen that, what the, like, I forget what it's called, but, you know, there's, like, certain photos or certain, like, a, like, a, Certain, there's like certain instruments out there where it, it can like measure the like the energy of what it is. Yeah, they're sad when they die. Well, yeah, I mean that's one of the things too. So it's like I mean because an energy it, it doesn't you can't destroy it, it just transfers. Yeah. So it's like if if the animal is in pain and it's like in this, you know it's sad and all this shit's getting tortured, you know, then it's like we essentially kind of inherit that energy when yeah. we eat it, you know. I could see that. I just Jesus ate fish. That's true. Yeah. So that is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I just feel like whether they're sad or not and the energy transfers, it's the most beautiful sad lamb meat I've ever had. You know what I mean? From Capitol Grill, <laughs> medium rare, sad, whatever it is, it's it's phenomenal. And then I, I also think of, so more so you think of the energy transfer, not not a conservative of like, oh, I'm saving an animal. Like you don't think you're saving an animal by not eating so but that's part of it that's part of it too though right but it's like see everybody has their own focus you know what i'm saying now have you ever hit a deer mm -mm. do you know anybody that's ever hit a deer not personally not no. personally mm -mm. so but you do know like every day a, a deer gets. oh yeah for sure bro like i know people they do you know they got deer hunting all that shit, yeah dude. yeah for well sure. not hunting i'm talking about like just, you're just driving down the road just hit, and due yeah. to like overpopulation and just mm -hmm. wandering and us just continuing to expand and, and build bigger civilizations and towns mm -hmm. and cities you know we just spread into the animal's territory and then they just wander out of the road and just, bah, right just destroyed you know what i mean so yeah. it's like whether i eat you or not you're going to get obliterated by mankind or by your predator have you ever watched a bear eat eat a deer or eat an elk it's, it's yeah it's like you ever watched the video like a video or anything savage, you watch you, have, you follow uh nature what's it called nature is metal you follow nature is metal no. follow nature is metal you It'll literally delay your response time even longer than it is now. <laughs> dude, nature is, if you follow nature is metal on Instagram. Okay, dude. yeah. I, just once a month, you'll see a grizzly just ripping up. Like when you watch a grizzly bear, just this thousand pound beast destroy an elk or something. You're just like, oh my God, dude, I wish I wish I would have went out hunting and just, you know, put an arrow or, or put mm. this thing down. Even if there was pain in the process of me it would not compare to a grizzly just goring you as you're just bleeding out and it's screaming and it's like maybe it has a, a child or something like mm -hmm. a, like I couldn't even imagine that as like if they, they like made a movie where the roles were reversed and it's like it's like you know if we were like animals and it was just you know, like all the huge dudes just would just just ran around it's like your mom's raising you and just takes a chunk out of your mom's neck and she's just bleeding out. You know what I mean? It mm. sounds hyper gory, but um, yeah, yeah. this is how the animal world works. It's right, like, right. there's no regulations. It's just uh, male, like most, a lot of male animals will just kill the youngs of other male animals or, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they'll go into territory and just take over the territory, destroy everything, just start beating the shit out of everything. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I swear I kind of get torn on like the pain of like, oh dude, I, I don't know what would be worse. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and it, I'm, I'm and saying. then they don't even eat the whole thing. Sometimes they just leave mm -hmm. it. Like mm -hmm. sometimes a, a bear will go on just like a bears are just vicious, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. They if there was they... one thing I would fight, it would be a declawed bear. <laughs> I just want to beat this shit. <laughs> a declawed bear. Yeah, clawed. If it has a claws, it's a done deal. If you, the claws on these things are like fingers, dude. That's why. I, I mean, there's been not even stories, just videos, just of just these Kodiak bears, just this island, this Kodiak Island in Alaska, just just a swipe. And some of these get up to 2,000 pounds or whatever, like 1,500 pounds, and just, just a swipe from the paw, just destroying 
breaking the back of, of an elk, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or even a moose, which is like larger than horses. Mm-hmm. Something that powerful that's a predator is fucking insane. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't go up there without two AK 47s. Seems like <laughs> minimum. I, I would have to take a Chirac group up there with me. <laughs> bro, <laughs> you know, yeah. We, we heading out, heading out into the into the wilderness you, and they you just don't need restocked. some snipers on, on deck too <laughs> right and they just restocked in uh somebody was telling me they just restocked like a significant amount of wolves in colorado you know what i mean so i think of like and why do you think they do that to balance out population of of animals because mm-hmm. if they don't if people aren't hunting enough they have to they have to find this circle of life mm-hmm. and this balance because we ruin everything yeah. and then there's this there's either an imbalance where there's not enough because there's too many predators we're either over hunting or predators are overkilling whatever and then we got to find a way to repopulate this mm-hmm. and then it just goes back and forth and then if there's an overpopulation and and vice versa they just start wandering out into different places mm-hmm. and, and just messing shit up and, and just really just getting hit or hurt and yeah wandering in the wrong place you wake up with a deer in your pool or something i don't know <laughs> Fuck, dude all types coy- of crazy shit. you see if you find a coyote in your backyard literally oh there's right. guy I, I found a coyote here really yeah i was i was going to my gym it was 4 a.m., 4.30, and there's a coyote just just right outside Lifetime. You know what I mean? There's a Louis Vuitton store five five yards away. You know what I mean? So it's (laughs) like, holy shit. Fucking coyote, bro. Yeah. It's nuts. So favorite restaurants and things like that. What about the hardest adversity you've had to overcome in your life? The hardest? Fuck. I would say really because well dude because growing up i kind of had it i want to say easy because like we didn't grow up like i say like we didn't have much money but my mom was always like the provider you know what i'm yeah. saying like she made it easy for my brother like, and i you know didn't have to like i didn't even start i mean i didn't get a job bro until i was like fucking 18 already I, like i got through high school and i did it because like i was just oh cool like extra money you know but because yeah. my mom was like long as you're going to college and stuff you know you don't gotta go to work don't you don't gotta, gotta pay you don't gotta pay fucking rent none of that shit so yeah. i was like, okay bet you know but then like i had got a job anyways just to you know um, just to, just just for the fuck of it too, to have, I mean, to have, to, not even, not even to help out with bills, bro. It was mainly because I just wanted my own money, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I think one of the, one of the hardest like things was, was like, um, because like even which is really tr- like okay, because like when I actually moved out to, for the first time, because I was like, I felt like I was like abandoning like my my mom in a sense, you know, like abandoning like my family. Yeah. But I did it because I was like, I can't if I stay here, I'm gonna stay stagnant and I won't. I'm not gonna make the money. I'm I'm gonna need to. So it's almost like you know, like I'm gonna come back, right? But that's just like that was more of a mental thing. I just think that the challenges, bro, is just like with the business. You know, what I'm saying my, yeah. my my first year in business, bro, in 12 months, I only made 200 bucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was in fucking debt too. I, I bought the machine, right? And that's, that's going back to what you said. Like, that's what we do as entrepreneurs though. Like we go in the debt to get out of debt. Yeah. You know? And so, but like I went, in, I went in the debt, obviously 5k my first year to buy the machine. Cause that was a startup yeah. essentially like for the business. But I was like, oh fuck yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make, cause I saw the stories. I saw the checks from other people, the comp plan. I'm like, damn bro, I'm going to, I'm going to cash out quick. Yeah. But it was that type of like, my like I were I was like kind of rushing into it. I didn't I didn't have all the personal development yet, you know. So I stepped on like a lot of landmines in the beginning, you know, just yeah. just shit that I I, I could have avoided if I was if I'd have been more coachable, you know. Yeah. If I was listening to my mentors more, you know. So who's your coach now? Co- uh, right, well, I have I have like plenty of, of like I have plenty of mentors that I go to. A lot of my, people you rely on. Yeah, but what, 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 I guess one of my my main uh, coaches right now like is uh like his name's Colton, so he's like one of our like top leaders like within our like community, you know. Yeah. So so he so he definitely like reaches out a lot. Um, you know, he's like a million dollar earner like um like I, with our company too. So and so it's, so yeah, he's basically helping me, you know, to even to, to kind of get to where like I um, essentially like need to go next, you know? Yes. But I, I think like one of the, yeah, that's just one of the major ones, dude. Like really just facing myself because I had a lot of bad habits back then too, you know, hanging out with, the, you know, with like the, the wrong people, just, you know, certain, certain behaviors and, you know, it just, um, so really just overcoming like my, my own bullshit, you know? Yeah. And, and then like disciplining myself. So, because I was like, okay, bro, like why, why, why you used to, you've been your 12 months, you only earned 200 bucks. He's been your seven months and he earned like five, 10 K already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what is the difference right here? And it was like, Oh, I'm just not like applying myself. I'm not, I'm not doing the inner work. I'm not doing the work behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. So, and it, it's just like, and, and that shit sucked, dude. I remember like I was, I was sitting at one of our events, like after a year, I just felt fucking small, you know, like in the room. You know, I sat sitting in the back. I was fucking super discouraged, you know, and I was like, this is stupid. Like, it's, you know, I'm like 13 months in, haven't made any money. Like, I'm seeing this. I was kind of seeing all these 
his people and like doing like playing the comparison game, you know? Yeah. And I was like, they're crushing it. They got started after me, you know? And then so, but it was that, that, that moment though is when I it had, it was like a defining moment for me where I was like, you know what? Like never again, bro. Like what I feel this way where I felt helpless in a sense. Yeah. Right. And then that's when I really got serious with like, you know, the books. I mean, I mean, just waking up earlier, getting my, you know, uh, like my schedule on lock too. And, you know, I cut out certain people, you know, um, and really just like, just put the blinders on bro. And just, and just went to work. And then, so like that, you know, and I feel like, but that's like even like an everyday battle too, you know, like, because yeah. there's always like, you just, you know, keeping yourself like, you know, on, like on track, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's one of the major ones. Like I said, I, I cause with my story, like, I feel like it's a, uh, like, I mean, it's definitely like, you know, it's like, significant, but like, I, I've heard other people's stories and shit too, where they, you know, like they, gr- they go through some crazy shit growing up, you know? Yeah. For me, it was just like, fuck, I, I was, I was a fat kid, you know, I had it all, I, you know, my family took care of me. And then like, eventually I was like, well, I, I got to become my own man. I think the craziest thing for you, from my perspective, would just be being a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> this is dope. Um, as we wrap up, is there anything else you want to add? It looks like we're about an hour, hour or so deep into this. So anything else you want to add? Anything on your mind? Um, dude, I just want to say, you know, thanks for having me out here. You yeah, know, uh, like I love following like even, even your journey too. Thanks. And this is what you know, this is why I came out here too, because proximity is power, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, you know, the more that, you know, we can network, I mean, with like like-minded people, more entrepreneurs, bro, you know? Um, so yeah, I definitely appreciate like what you're doing, the value you're bringing as well. Yeah. Um, other than that, bro, I'm looking forward to helping you get set with your machine soon, baby. I know. Get you off I was thinking sense, that yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I should get a machine, but I don't, I don't have a faucet. I live here. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to get you a faucet in your yeah, too, bro. You're gonna have to put we're a gonna, faucet in my we're office. Gonna, we're gonna hire because even I walked in, bro, I saw all those goddamn five gallons out there. I was like, bro. yeah, those are Kangen five gallons. No, they're not. You guys <laughs> didn't even know you invented those, <laughs> bro. No, I gotta, not. I gotta let you know. <laughs> I'm not a secret. Damn. Dude. Well, other than that, yeah. Make sure you guys follow Ricky Aiken. Uh, follow me as well. I'm starting a half-ass stand-up comedy just in case insurance. Don't, I'm just playing. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, appreciate you, brother. Make sure you guys, again, check them out. And we're out. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Hopefully nothing's messed up. We don't know.